0: Welcome back to the Lens Baby Podcast. This recording is not a continuation of the Moving Through Fear episodes. It's from a new series, Three Photos, One Lens Baby, where each episode explores the story behind three images, all created with the same Lens Baby gear. While it's best listened to while you're watching the video content, see the YouTube link in the description of this episode. We're including the audio content here as an exercise where I hope you'll pick up on aspects of the conversation that are more about your experience and where the speaker's vision overlaps your vision. I encourage you to listen to the audio version first and then view the video version to see the images that we discussed and how they differed from what you imagined we were talking about when you were just listening to the audio. To see all three photos, one lens baby episodes, go to YouTube.com/slash/lensbabyusa. Hi, I'm Craig Strong with Lensbaby, and I am here with Ali France. And Ali, you are here to talk about three of your photos that you took with the Omni system.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited about this.
0: Yeah, you bet. It's always great to hear the story behind photos, and I've been watching your photos online for a while. And now I get to actually talk to you. We get to have a conversation about your process and. That's super important because we're all out there having our own process. You're gonna create something totally different than I am, but you can educate me and educate my creative vision. I'm excited about that for the community. What was your first lens baby?
1: My first lens baby was the Velvet 56. I bought it because I felt like it was a safe lens, right? Something I could use if I stopped it down, it would reduce the effect. So to start out trying that, but shortly thereafter, I got the Trio 28, and that's where I fell in love.
0: The Velvet 56 came how long ago?
1: That would have been December of 2020.
0: 2020. So you've gone full bore in three years, and now we're talking about a third product line, which is the Omni system. When did you get introduced to that?
1: So that would have probably been maybe a year and a half ago. I actually started with the Color Expansion Pack. I love vibrant colors. The more, the better for me. I actually didn't even get the ring. I just started with the color expansion pack. And right away, the color crystal wand, Just I just really had so much fun with it. So then it escalated. Then I wanted the stretch wand. And then I wanted the mirror ones, And yeah, it's just such a great variety.
0: Now you have a way to marry your Omni with your optic swap system, which is yet a fourth part of the system that, that you haven't talked about. So when did you get into the optic swap system?
1: that would have been the edge 35. I got the Founders kit. It had the sweet 50, the sweet 35, the edge 35, edge 50. And so the edge is what I started with the optic swap system. I found that I really loved that flights of focus and it was the 35 and then the 50 and then finally I was like I need the edge 80. I need I need all of them and the edge 80 has got to be one of my other favorite optics and being able to pair that now with the adapter. Oh, man, it is just the coolest and so much fun.
0: (laughs) So this adapter, you've had it for a couple months?
1: Yeah, I would say a few months. Yeah.
0: We've got a photo here of your setup that we're going to talk about. Describe how this adapter, it looks like you've got the prototype as you were one of the beta testers on there, but it works exactly the same as the production unit. Describe what this does in marrying your systems and what it's like to work with.
1: As you can see in this picture, I'm using two wands. And I think that was just so exciting for me because hand-holding, you've got one hand on the camera and you've got one hand kind of twisting and moving it around the frame. And so with this, it's so easy to just write to the Composer Pro 2 and then uh, the flexibility that you have, A, you can position something right where you want it and it's going to stay there. And then you can add, once you've got one wand where you want it in the frame, you can add additional wands. And for me, I, I get ridiculously excited about little things, but for me, being able to do that was just a game changer because now I can move them throughout the frame and you can move it around. It works so seamlessly and it doesn't affect your focus. And so just being able to do all of that all at once. And you can see I've got it on a tripod there. So to really be hands-free, it's really a game changer.
0: And you said you started without even a ring. So you were hand-holding everything and hand-holding with a manual focus lens and a lens that tilts. You're really limiting yourself by holding omni-effect wands in front of the optic swap system, without this and so i hear a lot of appreciation for what this brought
1: obviously i'm such a fan of lens baby products but i've got to say if it was like you guys jumped inside my brain and asked what would have been <laughs> awesome this is it it is it's so fantastic
0: that's great okay let's move on to photos you've got three photos to talk to us about and tell us how you made them and what was important here's your first image it's double framed it's got well triple framed if you include the flare There's just so much going on here. Can you describe this image and what went into it and what the scene was?
1: So this is actually a door that leads out to our back patio. It is west facing. So at sunset, we get this gorgeous light. This was shot with the Edge 80 with the purple film wand from the color expansion pack. And this was a prompted image. So the theme was purple. I grabbed the purple film. I knew I wanted to incorporate that color. I love backlit images. And, and so I knew I noticed the light there. My daughter is 12. So she is a little more particular about what I capture of her these days. And then the flare, I know that the edge 80 produces that flare. So it was that perfect storm of I had the light, I knew I had the ability to manipulate the color. I was able to position her quickly, make sure that I could frame her with that flare. And so this was a very intentional image. But also with that was the knowledge of what I could do with these different tools to make it all come together.
0: So the Edge 80 and you've got a tilt. This is giving a focus effect on her because I see the hair behind her head is slightly out of focus in some areas and in front of her is in focus. So you've got the tilt going on. You've got the purple film that you're looking through to, to create the purple glow film flare that's happening through her profile. And this is just an everyday scene for you. And is this something you shot before? I
1: have. I'm a sucker for backlight. And so I really know this area of our home and I've been watching the light. Then I think that gets into my girls or my muses. But again, they're a little more particular now about what I capture. So finding different ways in an ordinary scene to make it stand out, to make it something extraordinary. And that's really my goal in everything I capture these days.
0: So since you're shooting this over and over, is there something in this image that, that you would, next time you shoot this scene, you would shoot differently?
1: There is. And this is the one thing, I actually have this image printed quite large. And it's the one thing that as we go through our images that it always catches my eye, I would actually move her like one step forward. I want her to be a little bit more within that window. So from a technical standpoint, I don't love that the back of her head is that line is running right into it. But other than that, I was really happy with the way everything else came together. It's just that slight composition that I would have her take a step forward.
0: It's awesome that we can look at our images, even when they're our favorites and be able to say maybe something a little different next time. This is also your daughter.
1: This So this is our younger daughter.
0: Talk to me about these flare streaks that are happening here. How'd you get that? I see some crazy bokeh stuff happening. What's going on?
1: This was actually beta testing the adapter. This is sunset. This is our backyard. And trying to find ways to get the girls in the frame where they're not going to argue with me. So she was out <laughs> kicking the ball around, right? Because she's very into soccer and she's tiny but mighty. She's a fir- fierce little girl. And so this for me captures exactly who she is. Also with that element of adding in. And again, because I had the adapter, I felt like I had just a little more control because I wasn't handholding. I could really position the wand. I want to say this was with the smaller gold Swiss cheese. And the backlit image, the sun is getting ready to set. And one of my favorite things that I love that combination of the cooler tones on the, I guess it would be frame, my right of the mm-hmm. frame. It falls off to cool, but you've got the golden light. Being able to play with the light that way and manipulate it, but have that more control with the adapter. I had so much fun with this shoot and got some of my favorite images.
0: I see some tilt in here. Can you describe to me what you did?
1: This one is also the edge. 80. 80. Okay. I wanted the fall off and just wanted her to be mm-hmm. in focus, tilting it to get that slice that really falls on her, the fall off and the creative effects mixed with the light. It, it was fun. And I just tilted around. I'm going to go whichever way I can go until I get what I want. And I do the focus magnifier and focus peaking to make sure uh-huh. that exactly what I want is in focus.
0: Isn't that and handy? Yeah,
1: it's so great.
0: (laughs) So the gold Swiss cheese, so that a larger version of that is available in the reflections pack and the previous image, you were talking about the color pack in Omni. Correct. Both of them so far are with the Edge 80. So while you're looking at this, is there anything that you would do or want to capture if you were to shoot this scene again?
1: I've actually really started playing with off-camera flash, and there's a home behind this image, right? Because uh, those are our neighbors, and these trees have since filled in. This was when they were still bare, and so I would love to try to recreate this same effect, but instead of having to be right there where the sun is setting, try to use off-camera flash to recreate golden hour. And then I have more control over the background. And so that's on my to-do list of experiment that I'm just waiting for the right time.
0: (laughs) I would love to see that and hear what your experience with that is because if you're using off-camera flash, your adjustments to your Omni might be a little more challenging and they might also be a little more rewarding because here's a surprise on the back of your camera after you took the picture rather than while you were shooting it.
1: That's what I love about lens baby is sometimes you never know what you're going to get and the element of play brings me so much joy.
0: <laughs> I can see that. My relationship with my kids is way stronger because I spent so much time photographing them, even though there were a lot of eye rolls. But now they're coming back to me and they're saying, hey, I really want to have my own album and I want to be able to see all of this stuff. So I'm having to get organized with all that. So there is an appreciation there. Good job for spending that time with them and uh, creating beautiful art too, because that's it's not just a snapshot. It's something that that really, it's a place and time that that they're never going to forget.
1: Absolutely, that's such a great way to to articulate it because it's so true.
0: This is a, an iconic image. Like, I just feel like there's just so much here. Obviously, because there's eight people, but it's <laughs> not eight people. And uh, the setting and the scene. Talk to me about what is this.
1: So this is actually our backyard, and we're in southern New Mexico, so it is hot. So we find ourselves out there in the evening, which works out well because the light is beautiful. You can see here just fun colors, fun light. Our rock wall is quite quite high. It's one of those as a parent. I'll allow it because I'm going to get some good pictures. But she was walking (laughs) her way around and just wandering, trying to make an ordinary moment something more. I knew I wanted to add colors and capitalize on this light and I had just gotten a more pancake lens because I'm looking for something for travel that's easy and I believe I handheld this was the color crystal one so many images I took but this one just jumped out at me her positioning the way that it, it just duplicated her silhouette I just I, it was so fun to create
0: it feels very mysterious
1: our backyard is just so random you could see the textures we have this raw iron gate and it's actually got like birds and flowers. And so I love that it pulled that texture throughout. And then we also have this huge saguaro cactus. So that has that element of textures and you can see it was flowering. So in the top corner, you've got those textures and shapes, and then it pulled just so many different elements that it duplicated and made shadowy. And that's what I love about the Omni is that it's going to pull different things throughout the frame and it just makes it so fun.
0: What's your process? How do you come into a scene like this and say, how do I see what I'm seeing or how do I see something different than what my eyes are seeing? What's your creative process here?
1: The best way to describe it is play. What's great about this is I'm setting out to see what I can do. And I'm familiar with these wands, so I know a little bit about what they are going to do. But I love the aspect of let's just see what happened because I battle with perfectionism. This photography journey of mine has been beautiful because it has let me let go. Lens baby has been a big part of that. And this pancake lens is autofocus and I don't like it. I actually prefer manual focus now, which I never thought I would say, but I like that element of control. But in this image in particular, I think what I did was grabbed focus on her kind of in the center so that you could see that center one is a little sharper. And I think I grabbed focus there and then held the shutter down as I'm twisting the the wand through the frame and just really waiting for something that captures my eye before I fully commit to clicking the shutter. And it really is just experimental. And there's no I want to get this image. Sometimes I do go out there with an intentional image. But this one in particular was just, hey, uh, this is our everyday evening. And she's being totally random and walking on the rock wall. Let's make it fun with the Omni and see what can happen.
0: I love that you go out with play as your intent, because we all need more play in our life. And to be able to do that with our creative outlet and be intentional about that is awesome. Allie, what would you do different if you were to shoot this scene again?
1: What drives me crazy about this image is we actually own a pool cleaning company. And so you can see in the bottom left corner, those are all of our trucks. And then you can also see we have a pool in our backyard and we've got some of that pool two being down there, those are the pipes, and then we have our automation box. I struggle because this is a real moment, right? This is what our backyard looks like every day. But at the same time, artistically, I don't love that those are there. I think in retrospect, I might switch my lens, use another Omni to distort that corner, add some light or a different shape or more color into that bottom left corner. And then I'd be like, yes, this is what I wanted for this image
0: you're bringing up a really good point like just cropping or just getting a lower angle to get less of the cars or just doing these other things is going to change your entire image and the feel of the image and the balance of the image and you don't necessarily need to do that if you reshoot it and you're shooting on me because you could have a wand that completely obscures that and has a reflection of the sky or the ground or a partial reflection that maybe you get some of the lines of the trucks and the tubing, but it feels more mysterious and less of what you feel is a distraction here. It sounds like next time being able to obscure those things, you've got lots of options.
1: We're in the desert and the skies can be spectacular. And I love what you said about maybe grabbing the reflection of the clouds. I think that would just, and particularly having it at the bottom of this frame, we're pulling elements of the scene that we otherwise wouldn't be able to get in there. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Love it. Allie, thank you so much for jumping onto this call with me and going through your process and talking about what you did to envision and see and share with the world what you're vision of the world is. And continuing to go back to these scenes, you have that option because these are your family. This is your home. All three of these were in your home or in your yard. You created something really unique. And sometimes that's a challenge. It's a challenge for me. Sometimes it's like, oh, this is so familiar. Why would it be interesting to somebody else? And yet you're stepping out and saying, no, this is worth spending some time and creating something really beautiful that I can share, not just for my own sake, but in an artistic way with the world. So, thank you for doing that.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. And thanks so much for letting me chat with you. It's always fun.
0: This was three photos shot with one lens baby. And I'm here with Ali Franz. And, Ali, this has been a great conversation. Thank you. And I look forward to seeing more of your images online.
1: Thank you so much.